0: Welcome to Jambob, a podcast where Jenny and Megan bond over books. I'm Jenny.
1: Hi, and I'm Megan. We are a mother and daughter duo here to bond over books with one another and with you. Welcome to episode five
0: of Jambob. We've talked about what reading has meant for us personally and you know how Megan and I have read for escaping, for learning, for identity, and to learn about ourselves. But today we're gonna talk about reading with others and how sharing what we're reading has helped us belong. Sharing books with friends or coworkers in book clubs brings a sense of community and and really helps us belong. And Megan and I have both run book clubs, both for personal and professional, and we've
1: benefited from
0: it. We want to tell you a little bit about this. Megan, do you want to tell me about a book club you ran recently? Yeah, I'd love
1: to, Mom. Um, I think... Well, one of the 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 ones that I'm running currently and I'm really excited about is that I just started a new a new job at a company called owner.com. We have a a Slack channel called Leaders Are Readers and we every two weeks host a book club. And so I'm currently in the process of helping Adam, my boss, run a, a book club on on a on Drive by Daniel Pink. And one of the the greatest parts about it is we're setting up books kind of in, and I know we talked about this in episode two, but that are designed to be around personal growth or up-leveling skills that you could have in the workplace that also transfer in your day-to-day life. And I, I think the magic behind that book club um, is one, it's supposed to be inclusive and ubiquitous and just things that everyone can benefit from all humans in terms of uh, getting the most productivity out of of what you're reading and what you're learning. But two, um, the way we set up moderation and questions are making sure that they're open ended and people are able to talk freely about and respond to the book without getting too caught up in details and close reading like you probably did back in your AP English class. So um, I find for me, these book clubs are awesome because you can, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are, where you come from. When you do a reading of a book, everybody is going to come in with a different perspective. And that is the joy. Uh, You could read the same words and agree or align on on what you think it means, but somebody is going to walk in with a different interpretation based on through the lens they're looking at. At the reading at, so i think for for me it's a sense of it's a sense of belonging, like you said, but it's also a way to to learn and become open minded and i i guess like able to to assess new information from different perspectives you mean or or yeah okay, yeah, I mean, I think that's the highlight right it's when people come in with their own opinions, it allows you to you know just learn from other people in a way that sparks personal growth.
0: I know when I've been in book clubs, it it amazes me how you learn from it based on it, but people pick out like different pieces of it that matter to them. And, And then when they share that back, it's like, wow, I've learned something else because now I'm looking at it from their perspective, especially if, you can get to the point where they're vulnerable enough to share the story behind why that mattered to them.
1: Yeah. So, mom, I'm I'm curious on from you, since I know you've also run a lot of book clubs, what are some techniques that made your book clubs run well?
0: One of the things that has helped is trying to think about the audience that's going to come to the book club a little bit. So when I've done them for work, typically they've been, you know, with people that had something in common, you know, obviously working at the same place, but maybe they're in the same job family and and if I can come up with some questions that are about the book, but some questions that relate the book to our work, I think that draws people out. I also think that not everybody processes information in the same way. And people who do read books tend to be more introverted. Um, So one of the things I found that was helpful was thinking about what questions I was going to ask and giving them the questions in advance of the book club. That way, those people that are (coughs) poor introspective and want to spend some time thinking about, you know, how they'd answer it, have that time. So that, that's one thing. And then the other thing is asking very, you know, you mentioned this open ended questions and then pausing and sometimes pausing for what feels like a long period of time that has been where the magic has happened. Because it gives people this time to say, "Am I going to bring that up? Maybe I'm going to bring that up. Yes, I'm going to bring that up." And you get the best stories there. I think you talked a little bit about um, the selection of the books. I think if you if if together the group selects the book. It really matters. But I also feel like you've got the blank sheet of paper problem. So sometimes, hey, I've been thinking about doing our next book club. And here's the books that I think might be interesting. (laughs) Giving them a set of things to pick sometimes gets to a a book that everybody agrees, you know, they want to dive into. Um, You said something about... I doing shared moderation. I've never tried that. What 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 did that look like?
1: Yeah, so at Good Reads, um when I was there, one of the the best parts of of running our, our book clubs, especially in the DEI space, was that we rotated who moderated the discussion. And I think it goes back to what I was kind of going on about earlier about just different perspectives. Different people have skill sets and can drive conversations in different ways based on their interpretation of people's answers, what's going on, how they read the room. And I think for me, um, it was a blessing because it, it just meant it was a, it goes back to the diversity of your audience and who's in the room together. You can learn a lot from other people. And I think also just having shared moderation, it was a way to do a retrospective on how successful each conversation was, what we got from it. It also spurred. Um, we would we would meet after like a session and just share with one another like big takeaways from what came out of the group and what people responded to, which then met subsequent sessions became a lot more engaging as we got to know our audience better. And I thought just also having kind of partners to do something with because it's, it's being part of a team. It makes things fun and you get to hold each other accountable to um, just making the best experience of the book club.
0: So we kind of talked a little bit about the process, but I think we should talk about the books. Was there any book that, that or, you know, set of books that was great for doing like a work-based book club?
1: Yeah, I think it goes around what what's top of mind, in, in what's happening at your company, right? And so there's various themes that come up throughout time. And there's also just new stuff that's exciting, that's applicable anytime, right? But at least in Goodreads case, right? Our book club was a, a lot focused on DEI because it was in response to um, the George Floyd murders that happened in the middle of COVID. So after that, people needed a space to want to talk about racial relations in the U.S. and just how to deal with something that was uncomfortable that they'd seen, how to process. And so creating a book club and a space to to feel safe to do that in the workplace was really pivotal for the company. I think at Owner, um, I've only, I'm, I'm, about to run my first one, but I have had the the chance to listen to a a few past recordings that Adam has has set up. And I think Special Sauce on their book club, they're all based around challenges that the business is having at a time or just a need that people have expressed interest in or a, a skill that they want to develop. And so it goes back to the sourcing of books And what you just talked about, making sure that what you are bringing to the table and offering is relatable to the most amount of people. For those of
0: you who might want to do this at your work, I can recommend a couple of books that will work anywhere. One was called Thanks for the Feedback. And I I feel like one of the things that part of making a company successful is for people to grow personally. And some of that is, you know, is self-initiated. I need to you know, have better time management skills. But some of it is learning from the perspectives of the people who you're working with. And the thanks for the feedback helps you learn to be gracious when you get feedback that you might not want to hear. Um, but it also helps you really process feedback and learn how to be better at giving feedback that you know, knowing when to appreciate people as well as when to give them performance-based feedback, and how to separate the different kinds of feedback that you might have—I thought that was a really good book. Another one that I love, I think I mentioned in an earlier one is the um, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. I feel like that book is a good one for you know setting up what it means to be working in a high-functioning team. So those are two that I really like, and I, I I think your Daniel Pink one is going to be good. I'll look forward to hearing how that went afterwards.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about some of the my probably the my favorite book that Goodreads did a um, a reading on was cast by Isabel Wilkerson because mm-hmm. I, I mean that that book was a, was a tough read, but. What was really cool and particular right, special to Goodreads is because they had relationships with the publishing industry and authors themselves, we actually got Isabel Wilkerson to talk with us after reading that book, which was a whole new element of interaction to hear from the author and get to engage. And I think it's a cherry on top, right, is when you get so close, you've, you've related with other people on something that you're learning and getting to to bond. Like the whole reason why we're doing this podcast, right. Is books allow you the ability to bond with others and really make something special, but it's a whole nother (laughs) bond when you get to hear from the person themselves who did the work, who went and, you know, it's an amalgamation of everything coming from their brain and (laughs) their experience and their pen. Um, in a lot of cases and it's a magical thing so um one of the things i want to pivot into that we we haven't really talked we've talked about book clubs in a work setting for learning but i've been blessed to be in a, a few book clubs just for my personal right um one of them that i recall and maybe shout out to my friend erin we should probably revive this is she had amassed a group of friends just throughout her time in life, um, I was her high school friend. She had an undergrad friend from Berkeley, one in her master's program at Stanford. That we all got together and would pick a book that we were just interested in reading, uh, and we all had very eclectic tastes. And so it was um, just a really fun way to engage and get outside of you know books that you normally would choose on your own, um, and also just to bond with new women. It was really fun and powerful. And yes, the sessions probably did not stick to (laughs) quite to the book uh, all the time, but I think it's just, it's such a good way to, to bring people together and to do something that just is so much fun.
0: That actually reminds me of two things. One is I have some some friends of mine that have been doing a book club for for years, um, and they they go away for a weekend and they 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 do this book club and they call it the wine and book club. I I don't know how much wine and how much books. I would have my suspicions, but I, these group this group is still really close because they're doing that, and I I think that you're right. It, it is a way of building, you know, friendships as well as community. And I, I I love that you did that. You know, one of you, the other thing that came to mind was a book I just read, and I think you just read it too, or not long ago. It's a, a book by um, Elon Hildebrand called The Five Star Weekend. You, you read that, right?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> she, she, um, the book's about Hollis Shaw. And she's this um, book a food blogger and she's she's married and then she loses her husband in a bad um, accident in like a snow in snowy circumstances after she's had a fight with him and she's mourning and she's also having difficulty with her adult daughter um because of this happening and so she comes up with this idea to i think kind of help herself out of it um calling the five-star weekend where she does a trip with a best friend from each phase of her life and then the book kind of covers what happens when she puts these people together they don't know each other um or have you know very little interactions but it's kind of like the 6 degrees of separation all revolving around her she has somebody from her 20s her 30s her midlife and the they 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 get together and they they um over the course of a weekend and it kind of reminded me of kind of what we're talking about here is like, you, you, you can, you can pull people together that, you know, maybe don't know each other very well with, with the concept of um, talking about a book. Uh, if what, what did you think about that concept of doing that? The the five star.
1: Oh, I loved it. And I think, I mean, just even talking about the organic book club that I was part of that, my friend Erin put together is she did exactly that, right? Different people from different phases of her life that she's Mm -hmm. interacted and, you know, put us all together and we all got this chance to bond. And I mean, that's what bachelorette parties are, right? (laughs) Generally it's a phase of, of somebody's life and friends that have been there from start through collected experiences, like as life moves on. And I think it's, It's something special when you get to just relate to people at different points in your life and bring them together, Um, especially when you get to bring them together over a book. I think that's amazing. Um, And you just said something which we haven't done so much on this podcast yet, but I think will be really exciting for another conversation, which is what are we reading now? Like what what's going on in our, our personal reading taste, especially since we started this podcast. I'm very curious to know if what what script your attention what what's on your bookshelf.
0: That sounds like an awesome idea for the next podcast. What do you think?
1: Let's do it. Well, thanks everybody and let us know if, if you've been a part of a book club, what how, what's worked for you, what hasn't, how you remain engaged. Um, I'm always looking for tips and tricks, especially since I'm still doing the owner book clubs, how to up level. And we'd love to hear from you.
0: For all of you at home, thank you for bonding over books with us.
1: Till next time. Bye.